Mr. and Mrs. American Authorship at Sea. Ed Sheehan for Colony Confidential. What's up, everybody? It's Joey Sauce. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Jeff Alsop, who's the manager solutions architect from GPS Track It. You may have seen some of the video that we've posted on their product. We've been using it now for about eight months. Jeff, welcome. Thank you, sir. Appreciate being here. We'll just dive into it, right? Yeah. We've been using GPS tracking probably for 10 years. And we were wondering, are there still people out there who don't use fleet management tools? Yeah, surprisingly, guys, there is. I started this industry back in the early 2000s, so I feel like a dinosaur. This will be my 19th year coming up. Straight out of college, straight into this kind of technology world, which has been a lot of fun. So back in the day, it was, it was really a, more of a luxury. Costs were higher. It wasn't as commoditized as it is now. But over the course of the last two decades, we've seen growth in the industry, and we're looking at 5 10% growth coming up as well. So there's clearly green space in this market where our clients aren't currently using GPS. On a day-to-day basis, what we typically see a lot of is clients looking to make a change from their current provider to another, whether it just doesn't fit their business case right now, whether they're looking to find a less expensive product or they're unhappy with some part of the service. So there is some cannibalization of the market. However, there is a lot of green space left. So it's shocking to me after doing this for 20 years, I just expect this to be normal for people to focus and use GPS tracking for their fleet management. But we do find some guys out there dipping their toes in for the first time. Yeah. And established people like not brand new businesses. Exactly. Yeah. So you know what it is? It's one of those things that you don't know what you're missing until you have it or until you let it go, right? There's no in between. If you don't have it, what do I need it for? And then you get it. I find myself opening my phone, going to the GPS track it app, like this morning when my father was driving to me, but I find myself starting and being like, oh shit, I can't track it, but I want to. You're exactly right. You don't know what you don't know. It can be a fear of the unknown, right? You guys have been in business for 40 years, right? You're a family owned company, this great culture. And sometimes that's a bit of a culture shock to some of those small family-owned businesses that, what is this big brother thing you guys are doing to us? So there's this weird feeling of why are we changing now? We've been successful over multiple decades and why are you spying on us now? So it's really interesting on how different companies approach it, but you're right. You don't know what you don't know. And once you get a solution like this, get these tools in place, it's basically difficult to live without at that point. And what I talk to a lot of reps about a lot is don't always assume that a potential partner knows what you know. Let's guide them and walk them through why we feel like this solution is key to operational efficiency within their business. And we really want to be consultative in that, that approach so they can understand exactly what we can do for them. Eliminate that stigma of the big brother situation. But for the most part, majority of all companies have great employees. It's more about protecting their business. When you started, it, your business is emotional to you, right? This is something that you guys built over time. And that goes for all small business owners that are looking for that type of growth that you guys have experienced. So this, those are the things that keep them up at night. How do I make my business more effective, more productive, more profitable? And I really think a solution like this is key to that when you're trying to manage a mobile workforce. Otherwise, it's really hard to know what's going on on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. One thing I've always told my clients is imagine, not for your good guys, the guys are doing everything you want to do and they're doing it right. But imagine some of those problem children. If you sat in the passenger seat all day long, every day with them, what would change? And that's essentially what we do. We put you virtually in the vehicle with your employees. And hopefully that will get rid of some of those bad habits potentially. The big brother thing is huge. We are currently trying to 
sell our team on the cameras. And it's hard to explain. Even if you're brand new, we're investing six months in getting you up and running. We don't want to fire you. We're just not. But perfect example, recently, a guy got sideswiped. Someone pulled out of a parking spot while he was coming by, hit him and ran. If we had cameras, we would know the license plate. We would know the car. We would be able to take that video, give it to insurance and completely eliminate my liability because of what happened. We're looking to eliminate everyone's liability because if you rear end somebody, if someone stops short, that's on the camera. And that could come into play. And I would imagine insurance companies for fleets are going to start to mandate cameras to get a better insurance rate. Oh, absolutely. The biggest fear for, especially a large organization, is to have to go the self-insurance route, right? That's expensive. That's difficult. And we've had clients where their insurance company told them, based on their history of claims, like, either you get video or you get dropped. Well, that's in an extreme circumstance where you've got a lot of liability going on with a specific business, but you're exactly right. In Hopefully what we're going to see is insurance companies starting to build in discounts because of risk mitigation. When you think about their underwriters, the more you're doing to be safer in the field, the less risky you are. So hopefully a couple of things, either your insurance premiums get lowered off the bat, or when you come up for renewal, they reevaluate what you're doing as a business and costs don't increase as much. And we all know today, everything seems like it's going up, right? So we're looking to do anything we can to help reduce those type of costs. And it starts with risk. And you're exactly right. When you have that ability and the tool to protect your company, protect your vehicles, protect your employees too, then you're sitting in a situation that is much better than most. So you are improving your claims process. You're creating efficiencies there. We know exactly who's at fault, when it happened. We've got video evidence. We're not sitting here dragging something out for months on end trying to investigate. So we, we take that off your plate with that type of evidence as well. Keep in mind, commercial vehicle accidents can cost up to 200K, especially if we get in a lawsuit situation. Fatality accidents, you're looking at potentially up to a $3 million suit on the top end. They're going to go after your whole policy, whatever that may be. And when you think in terms of a small business, what does a $3 million suit do to a small business? It puts them out of business in most cases. Surprise them. Yeah, exactly. That type of a tool, when we think about the driver angst that might come of that, like really it's to protect the company as a whole. The company goes out of business, you don't have a job anymore, but we also want to be able to go to bat. If you're doing the right things and it's somebody else's fault, then we don't want any ifs, ands, or buts about that situation. So we can go to bat for you as well. So we're already talking about this, but what are some of the key benefits of having a fleet management GPS? Everybody just thinks it's tracking. It's far more. What are the key benefits of having that for smaller size companies? Yeah, it is that operational efficiency, especially in times like today with small business, we're trying to figure out, can we do more with less? Can we get more done? Can we increase revenues by being more productive? Or does this put us in a position where we feel like we can grow now? We have that visibility, that transparency into our day-to-day -day operations where we can improve upon what we're currently doing. So a lot of different areas. We think about the way fuel costs are right now. There's tools within the platform to reduce your operational costs. Put it this way, what we typically see is a three to four to one return on investment with our solution. Ultimately, we want to find out what the goals of the organization are and then show them best practices and tools within our system to accomplish those goals. So if we take those operational costs and work to reduce them, like fuel consumption, like risk and liability, where we're reducing insurance costs, things like that. So we're reducing your overhead costs. In turn, we're looking for 
opportunities to increase efficiency for the business. To a field services type company like y'all's, that means getting more jobs done per day being more efficient in dispatch and routing. And you guys are in the New York, so everything's more truncated. But here in Texas, you could drive 45 minutes between jobs and that doesn't seem super efficient. The crappy part is you take 45 minutes in between jobs because that's a legitimate travel time. Like this morning, us driving into Manhattan for one mile. How long do you think it took us to go one mile? 25 minutes. Jeez. You're right, though. It's one of those things. And that's where some of your stuff comes in. The idling time. Yeah, idle time is a great example. Easiest, fastest way to get a return on investment. We talked about you don't know what you don't know. So you don't know if your guys are idling successfully. Every hour of idle time is approximately a gallon of gas used. If we think about the national average is still somewhere around four, right? So we're thinking... On average, if we're doing an hour a day per vehicle, that's 20 bucks a week. That's 80 bucks a month. If you got 10 vehicles, that's $800 a month. Multiply that by 12 months, it just grows pretty fast, right? So we can typically see up to 30% reduction in idle with our solution because we're identifying who our outliers are, who our bad idlers are. We're working to change that behavior. And then we're automating the process for you guys through our alerts so you can manage by exception. You don't have to sit there and stare at a screen all day. We're going to push that data over to you. That's important. So you can manage your business more effectively, period. So those are some big things. Obviously, we're using it. So I'm just going to bring up some of the key things for us that are truly helping us. The integration with the gas card to know when a guy is actually fueling. So if you could talk on the gas card integration and how that helps. Yeah, absolutely. We're integrated with a couple of the major gas card providers. So they're APIing the data back into our platform. So you're getting a one-stop shop visibility into your reporting, seeing exactly where they fill up, what time they filled up, how many gallons, what the cost was. We're getting that data with an MPG value and all that for you guys. And then in turn, what we're looking to do is reduce fuel waste, fuel fraud potentially, right? So there's a couple of different alerts set up in the system as well. We're tying that GPS location to the pump location. So we can let you know if hey, this card was used, it's assigned to truck number one, and truck number one was nowhere near that location when the fill-up was made. Yep. We passed it over to our wife to go ahead and fill up the minivan, or we've heard this before, guy pulls up, fills up his vehicle, buddy pulls up behind him, he fills up his vehicle with his company card. Now we've got an overfill situation. So within the platform, you can set up your tank capacities so that if more gallons are pumped, then what's if your tank's available, And we can also alert you to those type of things as well. So really trying to eliminate that fuel fraud and also just giving you more of a one-stop shop system where we're getting additional data from a third party with visibility in a single platform for you guys. We love the alerts and just speaking on the alerts, this ties into what I just asked about any smaller size company, maintenance alerts. You can set up. So basically what we do is when a guy goes and gets an oil change, We have an alert for whatever the mileage is for the next oil change. We have an alert for the registration. We have an alert for the inspection, which is the month the inspection is due. You could go alert crazy, but the beauty of it is as a business owner, manager, whatever, set it and forget it. Every year you'll get the alert. You'll be like, oh, I forgot about this shit is amazing. And then you just redo it again. And it's a constant thing. And now we have uh, the plug and play GPS, plug and play GPS. And they used to be hardwired where they had to open the dash and tie it in. Now it plugs right into the OBD port. So whenever you have an alert on your car in the real car, those signals pop up that look like an engine or whatever. Yeah. Through this OBD port, if one of those lights pop up in the car, we get an alert. 
without the technician telling us. Once you have all this stuff set up and, and look, you got to set it up, but it's a one-time setup for the most part. And then you just tweak it as you go. That's pretty much if a light goes on, you're going to get the notification and it's going to tell you what it is. Also, if you have a mechanic that wants money to charge you for the diagnosis, you might save money because you'll say, oh, here's what it says. It says that it's this and this. If you go to Toyota, I think they charge $215 to diagnose your car right now. Oh, wow. So there's another cost savings too. If you got 20 cars in your fleet and you're getting these alerts and it just, you could, it gets so crazy. You hit the nail on the head and you guys are honestly, I'll tell you way ahead of the curve. What a lot of small businesses struggle with is that fleet maintenance. So there's a modicum of return on investment there. And you're exactly right. Let's start with DTCs, diagnostic trouble codes. Immediately when something's wrong with a vehicle, you guys can receive an alert, especially Hey, if you have an in-house mechanic that goes straight to them and they're aware of that, or again, oh, I never thought of that. It's actually pretty genius. You're not necessarily having to pay the diagnostic fee. You're like, hey, Mr. Mechanic, this is the code. This is the definition of the code. This is what's wrong. You don't have to plug it in. So that's also a cost savings there. A quick story, about six months ago, onboarding a brand new client, they have the system for two weeks. They have an on-staff mechanic, which is great, right? For small businesses, that's relatively rare. These guys have about 20 trucks out there in the field. Within the first two weeks, one of their vehicles throws a code, goes straight to the mechanic. The mechanic calls the driver and says, bring that vehicle back to me now. We'll figure out filling up your route for the rest of the day. Brings it in, makes the repair, gets the vehicle back on the road pretty quickly. I talked to him a couple of days later. And he's like, man, thank goodness we had those DTCs. If that guy would have continued to drive around all day, I was going to have probably a major mechanical repair up to around $1,500. And I was going to have to probably pay another $250 for a tow. And in the first couple of weeks of having our solution, and that's just a, a tiny piece, we just saved them roughly $1,700, what could have happened. And you're exactly right. A lot of smaller businesses, what they do on the maintenance side of things, so an office manager that's got a spreadsheet, you've got some sort of a whiteboard of this is when services were done, you're trying to manage it manually, that's a nightmare. Or more specifically, you're just leaving it up to the driver, right? And if the driver's not taking pride and ownership of that vehicle, he might go past his oil change, might not get his tires rotated, things like that. And that's just going to increase costs or potentially create major mechanical issues with vehicles or increase wear and tear, which there's some downstream effect to that, right guys? Trying to get a new vehicles right now, the vehicle market's exponentially more expensive, used cars are more expensive. Trying to get a new vehicle can take up to six months right now. So with our current fleet, we really wanna make sure that we're keeping those things in tip top shape maintaining our vehicle health where we won't get a situation where, hey, we either got to buy a really expensive used vehicle or we got to wait six months to get a new one because this thing is told. It's a, a part of the system that people really don't think about as much, but maintenance is key to keeping your fleet you know, on the road and earning revenue for you. I'm glad you guys are using that tool. I think it's a fantastic way to utilize our system. Listen, I love it. GPS tracker is I like it, that added factor of we've used other ones in the past, but you guys have some very cool stuff that other that we didn't have in the past. So. I'd like to know how it is pairing it to the fleet card. You have that working out now? Us? Yeah. 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 So what that tells you what? So it tells you a, a bunch of different things. One, like what, what Jeff said, they have to enter the odometer, right? And then you're getting a report on your true miles per gallon, right? That's one piece to it. So you could see what's going on with the vehicle. The other piece is if the vehicle is parked at their house, but they're filling up at a gas station, we get an alert that says the vehicle was not with the card. The other good piece too, is if 
they pull their friend's car behind them. And all of a sudden, a car that normally gets 20 gallons is now getting 45. There's a, what did you say? Overfill, right? Yeah, correct. So it's management. But, and look, by the way, we don't believe people are stealing from us. Right. But the goal is that they know all this. And it's also preventative. Listen, yep. this is part of the deal. My question is, so if you got the card in your wallet, and you go somewhere with the car. My car. Yeah. Can you tell where I am? Because I got that thing in my wallet. No, no. But when you use, <sighs> no, the gas card is not the GPS. But if you use the card, yeah. then obviously there two things would happen. One, or I'm gassing up. we know where you're gassing up. And two, we know you're not with the company vehicle. Okay. But we can't track you through the card. So another piece to the GPS friends and family out there is the fact that your team, your customer service team can look and see, oh, Johnny is around the corner from there right now. Let me call him and tell him, don't move. Let me call him and say, hold on, because I have a customer that's around the corner. Don't move. And that's the other beautiful thing about any type of GPS system. Truly, again, it comes down to optimization, route optimization, gas optimization, all of that. There's no great solution currently that's out there for what we call a walking tech or a train tech. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I used to have a buddy who lived in New York and so I'd visit him a couple of times a year and I don't think I've walked so much in my entire life in those couple of days because you just, you kind of walk everywhere. So yes, the, the, the time to arrival is a little different when you're trekking about there. I get that completely. But no, going back to your point on the efficiency or optimization standpoint, that's you're speaking directly to our nearest vehicle functionality. A lot of companies like yours, you have your preset schedule, right? You've scheduled out a certain amount of jobs, but inherently for any field service company, you're going to get those one-off call-ins. Hey, can you get out here? I just had an HVAC emergency where my downstairs got up to 85 degrees in Texas because my my compressor went out. I'm like trying to get an AC guy out there as soon as I possibly can. With that being said, yeah, you're exactly right. So you can see in real time where a guy is, pull up where that job is that you want, find out who the closest vehicle is, find out if they've got time to, to squeeze that into their schedule. And there you go. That's a revenue increase. We just added a job for the day. We've made it as efficient as possible by dispatching our closest vehicle. What does that do? And I'd rather send somebody who's five miles away than somebody who's 30 miles away, because then I'm saving on time, fuel, mileage. And then you get the massively tangible benefit of improved customer service. So guess who they're going to call next time? Colony. And right? you're not going to call somebody else because you took care of her. Yeah, a hundred percent. Do you guys do any partnerships with CRMs where you tie into their CRMs at all? The customer management software? Yeah, yeah. Not necessarily directly out of the box, but the beauty of our system is we are an open API. A couple of different ways you can tackle that. We've got a great marketplace that has a bunch of third-party partners that integrate well, create a more robust fleet management system for our clients. And if we find one that we really like, we'll work with our marketplace partners to add them to our marketplace so we can work on that integration piece. For large organizations, if they have an IT team or somebody like that who's used to developing integrations and working with APIs, we'll give them our documentation. They can work with our dev team and we'll make that two-way street happen. The other part is what we call using API keys. So very simply within the customer portal, they can go create an API key for that third party. And that third party uses that to pull down data from our system. You can set it up on a queue. You can do it manually, however often you want. We're open source as far as we're willing to partner and share our data with any third party that our clients wish. So that, again, we're creating this ecosystem in this environment that it's way more efficient for you guys all around.
That's awesome. That's good to know because we are talking with some CRM companies. We may be making a change ourselves. It's good to know that because they too have an open API. And that's the way of the world now. If you're building a new software now, your API is open. Yeah, it has to be, right? But everybody listening, just in case, API stands for Application Programming Interface. I know this guy was thinking, what is it right here? And basically, I understand it's allowing two different softwares to speak to each other and hopefully work collectively. And I use the word hopefully strongly. (laughs) I don't think I asked this, but what are some of the new ways people are using GPS track it or new solutions that you guys are coming out with? What's on the horizon, I guess, is what I'm asking. Absolutely. What we've seen recently is a really big focus on the idea of risk mitigation and safety. You would think that would have been a hot topic when I started two decades ago. When I started two decades ago, it was, I want to see some dots on the map. That was new technology. As a technology company, we have to grow. We've actually just done recently our biggest development and platform launch we've done ever. We've updated three or four different modules in our system into new coding so that we can be more nimble on improving our technology over time. And as a technology business, you have to think about, it's definitely a keeping up with the Joneses industry. A competitor of ours comes out with something, we're like, that's neat. We're going to build it too. So there's that aspect of it, but there's also aspect of, we got to think in terms of how can we differentiate ourselves? What are some things we can be smarter about? We're getting a lot of data coming into our system. And our goal for a client like you guys is to make sense of that data for you guys to where it's actionable. Key, right? Action. Exactly. So how do we use that data smarter? Should we start thinking about how we assign monetary value to the data? Like it's costing you X or you could save X if you did use this tool or did something different. So We're constantly thinking about those things. So back to the original comment with the safety aspect of it, like the idea of driver scorecards, the idea of of risk mitigation through tracking things like hard brakes, rapid accelerations, hard turns, driving over the posted speed, things like that. Databases are improving. Device capabilities are improving to be more accurate with those type of things. And so really you're looking to curb driver behavior that could be increasing overhead costs. So that's a big focus right now for us. And I think across the industry, and for most of our partners. The biggest thing we've done in, is dash cams. That's massive. The market is shifting from this really commoditized black box type scenario into a more robust tool with video. It's become way more prevalent in the past three, four years than it ever has been. And so it's only increasing, right? Certain segments, they got on the bandwagon earlier, over the road trucking and stuff like that, it's massive for them. But now we're seeing a big push into field services with dash cam. So prevention, protection, and then performance. The prevention aspect is massive. The goal, again, is not to sit there and spy on people, but tell you what, I threw a dash cam in my truck a year ago. I drive completely differently than I did a year ago. With our solution, it, it talks to you in the cab. So if you have a hard brake, it tells you hard brake. If you're distracted, it tells you distracted. If you're on your cell phone, it says using phone, right? So you've got this in the cab, affirming to the driver what is going on and why they're getting that event. We've got some other competitors. It's just a beep. So the driver's trying to figure out what he's doing. With ours, it's telling them exactly what they're doing. So it really, honestly, it becomes a game in the vehicle. Like my goal on a day-to-day basis, I don't want the camera to talk to me. So I'm going to try to be super safe on the road, not a hard turn, no hard brakes, stuff like that. So that's that kind of prevention angle. It adjusts behavior day after day. And that will hopefully help your employees be more safe in the field. The aspect of 
when there is an incident, we know immediately who has that fault. If it's not us, we're protected by the tool that we were using. And then we think about performance, tie that together, and we're improving the performance of our fleet. Couple that with all the availability with what we're doing on the tracking side of things with fuel cost reduction, improvements in efficiency and dispatch and routing, improvements in maintenance, scheduling and tracking, all those things combined and then throw video on top of it as the icing on the cake. And now you've got this massive holistic fleet management tool that is doing a lot of work for you. It's quality assurance. Right. Absolutely. Anybody listening that does quality assurance on their business, this is the same thing. Reinforcement to the team. Like we know you're doing a good job. We're still going to check up on you. And when they have that in the back of their mind on that day, when maybe they want to skip something and look, everybody has a bad day, but maybe, but it's in the back of their mind. You know what? My QC quality control supervisor is going to come behind me. Let me just click the seatbelt. I know that they got the GPS. Let me not speed. When we implemented GPS, the first three months, I thought I had a NASCAR team. <laughs> and then when we started sharing everybody's score for driving and saying insurance is not going to let us insure you anymore, because that's another piece that a lot of people don't think about. Yes, yeah, speed plays a, a massive role in that safety portion. We talk about all the data we're giving. How do we make sense of that? Well, how do we make it work for you in terms of let's create a driver incentive program? around something like that. So I work with a large pool organization that has multiple branches across the country. I went to one of their safety conferences this spring. And that is the number one goal of these drivers is to be the best driver in the company. They're looking at their scores weekly. They want to be at the top. They're bickering and arguing about, I didn't do that. Can you check that? I'm verifying data sometimes because they don't want that little ding on their scorecard because they want to be bet the best because that gets entered into a raffle for big prizes at each annual safety conference. I think the top driver for the year gets a $500 gift card for being the safest driver. And this year, I think they're within like 0.02 points of each other, the number one and two drivers. Talk about gamification with the tools we offer that at first feel like big brother, but then when you get that buy-in and you incentivize drivers to be safer, now you've got the data to implement a program like that. And that can really change things, right? If you're doing the right thing, guys, we're going to reward you for that. We just want to know it's working. There's that peace of mind aspect. So when you initially get it, it's identifying, okay, where are my opportunities to be better? And then you go from that to acting on that information, digging into some of those details where you can understand your business a little bit better. What things are I going to set up for those real-time alerts so I can manage by exception? Because most people, especially small businesses, owners don't have the time to sit and stare at a screen. They're doing a million other things. They got a million other things on their mind. Sometimes they're in the field. So you can track your vehicles while you're mobile. So you've got that kind of insurance policy in the background running constantly too for you guys. So if something does happen, you know exactly when, where, and why. So I got a question. In a nutshell, what would I tell a guy, got a couple of employees, how is he going to cut cost on gas, maintenance, and insurance? What's the key to this system to save them some dollars? When I teach, I see these guys. So I'm trying to put something together in a nutshell that's not going to stress their brain. Now, I like to preach this to new potential partners is this is an investment in your business to hopefully make you better or give you more tools for that transparency and visibility. The ultimate goal of a small business is to grow. I've never talked to a company that's got two trucks that wants to have two trucks the rest of the time they're in business for the rest of their life. So how do we help them grow? Number one, let's put some dollars back in their pocket. So Number one, if I'm working with a new client that's trying to get the concept, uh, talk to me about idle time. We did the math on that, right? Every hour is approximately a gallon of gas used at four bucks a gallon. If they're averaging an hour per day, that's 80 bucks in wasted fuel a month. 
if I told you I can give you 35 bucks back a month per truck, I just paid for the system. So it doesn't cost you anything right there. Let's say on average, I can help you get one more job done per week per driver. So what is that to you? Most service-based companies have a show up fee, right? I'm going to show up to your house, diagnose what's wrong. That's 50 bucks. That's a hundred bucks, whatever that may be. So if I'm giving you 50 bucks, if I'm giving you an extra job per week, that's an extra 200 bucks per month per vehicle and added revenue. We just pay for the system again. And we talked about our dash cam solution. And if they're having problems with claims and they've got too many going on throughout the year, put a dash cam in your vehicle, your insurance company is going to give you up to a 10% reduction in premiums. So what does that look like? Probably just pay for your system again. So those three things, idle time, extra job per week, potential reduction in claims. Let's add a fourth, payroll verification. If the vehicle usage correlates with work hours, right? They start their day when they get in the vehicle, they end their day when they get out of the vehicle. And now we got some payroll verification going on. And what you mentioned earlier is you're working with a new CRM. So let's set up a pipe back to the CRM. And it's tagging your CRM with those check-in, check-out hours. So we can typically see up to an hour per week per employee reduced in payroll because, you know, Hate to say it, but we've had companies that catch guys, they finish at 3.30, they go park under a tree or sit in the shade for an hour and a half to, to get back to the office at five and pretend like they had a full day. So what does that cost you? Let's say you're paying your guys 10 bucks an hour. That's no, Nobody's paying 10 bucks an hour anymore. That's insane. But if that was, that's 40 bucks a month in savings. So we're talking, what is that? Fast math, 140, something like that. So 140 plus that $40 I just saved you in payroll, plus that 200 I just increased in revenue, Plus, if your insurance gives you a 10% discount, holy cow, the, the cost of our system, I just paid off 15 times over. It's always good when you can quantify it like that too. So correct me if I'm wrong, the GPS system also starts to, if they're at a place for long periods of time, it'll say, it, it'll like, oh, is this work? It's called geofencing. We can set up an alert that says vehicle one is on the move off hours. And then I'm getting that alert. If I just told you, hey, you got to go out and do overtime, then I know. But if I don't know what's going on, I'm like, yo, why are you driving a car? Where are you going? You don't want your vehicle out at two in the morning driving in a company truck. And you're a driving billboard, right? Yeah, set up those operational hours, set up those off hours. So you know that I love the landmark and the geofencing within this system with notifying you, especially if you guys take the trucks home with them. Like supervisors want to know, hey, he left his house. Okay, he started his day. Like, Hey, why did you start your day at 10 a.m. instead of traditionally we're on the road by eight, right? So again, catching those little things, those behaviors we want to adjust is a key portion of the system. And we're just tallying them up, right? Fuel, routing, off hours. And those are all capabilities of our system to improve that operational efficiency and optimize what you're doing with your fleet. Listen, if you have one truck on the road for that, that savings alone, and if you have one truck on the road... You probably have less time to do the things you need to do because you're probably still one foot in the field and one foot in the office. So it's just another tool to help you manage and to give the person a little nudge, do the right thing, because I could see it all in the system, but we love it. And by the way, little known tidbit, GPS track, it is priced very well. Yes, sir. According to the other solutions out there, you guys are providing, in my opinion, the same thing, if not more, for a better price, which yeah. to me, it's not often you hear that. Or it's, <laughs> I'm sorry, you hear it often. It's not often that you hear it and then experience it. 
Sure. Yeah. But yeah. It, it has been our experience. We left our old GPS to come to you guys and we paid to leave because they locked us in to a contract sure. for a year. That's how much we were done. And we still save money paying them, which is when you think about that's crazy. And you guys have different options and correct me. Think what we did for our first year, we locked in for a year because we got a better rate for that 12 month sure. contract, but then it's truly month to month. Yeah, absolutely. We got to earn your business. Look, I'm in the service field. Right. If I don't get rid of your problem and I don't, I don't make you happy when you have a problem and I'm working with you to alleviate, if I'm not giving you proper customer service or whatever the case is, I shouldn't be able to say, you just signed up last month. You got 11 months left. Right. To me, that's robbery. And any business owner will know you got a staff. Sometimes you hire the wrong person. Sometimes your staff that's been amazing has some kind of issue going on. There's a whole lot of things that happen that any business owner would understand as long as there's proper communication. That's the one thing I don't like. You're amazing. But what, what if I don't like it? What if my team doesn't like it? What if what, everything that you say sounds great, but in the real world, it's different. It, once you put it into practice. Yeah, we got to earn your business on a daily basis. And yeah, we inherently have some discounts built in if you're willing to do a little bit of a commitment and then you can go to month after the commitment's over. We don't try to lock you in, leave in that spider web of contracts that you clearly had to pay to get out of. And that's no fun for a business, especially if you're not being taken care of. I went to business school. The simple, in simplest terms, things aren't going to work 100% of the time. All our partners want is when it's broke, fix it and communicate to us. That's pretty simple and straightforward. Be honest with us, communicate with us, and fulfill your promises when something does go wrong. And it's an easy way to do business, in my opinion. Yes. And so far for us, it's been fabulous with GPS Tracker. If we've had any issues, which, listen, I do pest control. I don't do IT. I don't do software. <laughs> so I understand that sometimes it's going to be me being not that bright and not tech savvy. But as long as, like I just said, the response is there, everything is good. So yeah. it's been great. Is there anything else you want to touch on before we sign off? No, this guy's been so much fun. This has been one of the most enjoyable. You guys are great. We appreciate you guys and your business. Like, honestly, for all those that are interested in GPS, don't have it yet. We talked about it's smaller segment now than it's ever been, but there's still room to grow for people that don't have GPS. I know most New Yorkers are coffee drinkers, right? So you can get our solution, protect your fleet for less than a cup of coffee a day, guys. In simplest terms. Yeah. So it's, it, it, and with the return investment opportunities and just for those small businesses where it's all emotional, it's their life. Let's help you protect that and help you feel better about what's going on out there in the field. Guys, I appreciate this time. It's been wonderful. Thanks for having me on. Not much else to add here. Great talking to you. Yeah, absolutely. Now that I know that I'm in the clear. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. American Auto Ships at Sea. Ed Sheehan for Colony Confidential. Until we meet again. God bless you. I just want to thank Jeff Alsop for jumping on with us today from GPS Track It. Just when you think you can learn more, you do learn more. Can't say enough about GPS Track It. Jeff, it's been a great interview. I want to thank you. And maybe I'll see you somewhere soon. Do you want the cheat code to have happy customers? Make sure you go and sign up for Auto the Phone Call. We call it AOPC. It's your chance to learn from the leader in this space, Margaret Garcia from Grip PPO. Her team answers hundreds of phone calls every day for companies large and small, and she's teaching you the key secrets to closing sales on the phone, handling your customer complaints, and getting it all done in less time. Make sure to go visit us at theartofthephonecall.com.